This episode is sponsored by Ritual. Protein powders can be intimidating, but the fact is we all need protein, and it's not just about muscles. It helps support bone health and helps you feel full. As we go through life, protein needs change, so it's important to choose a mix for different life stages. Ritual's Essential Protein is a delicious plant-based protein powder with three distinct formulas designed to meet the body's changing protein needs. I have uh, I have used the Ritual Protein Powder. I have had it. It tastes great. It mixes up just how I want it. And look, it uh, they, they got me coming back for more. You could choose from three thoughtful formulas with 20 grams of pea protein per serving. And then there is the Ritual Difference, traceable. With Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain, you know the what, how, and why of every labeled ingredient Daily support look, made with a complete amino acid profile. And like I said, it tastes great. Delicious handcrafted vanilla flavor with sustainably harvested Madagascar vanilla bean extract. Just the good stuff. No added sugars. No added sugar alcohols. It's soy-free. It's gluten-free. And it is non-GMO. If you're ready to shake up your protein ritual, our listeners can get 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash spitballers ritual even offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100 in love visit ritual.com slash spitballers today for 10 percent off your first three months what happens when three buffoons give life advice explore unrealistic situations and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve it's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. There are no words there, Mike. It's just, just feeling. It yeah, was just were... it was the uh, uh it was so soft and so gentle. It was a little sultry. <laughs> To a new time, to a new podcast. We're changing things up here at the Spitballers. Welcome. Welcome in today. Uh, Are we a cool jazz radio station? Yeah, cool jazz. (laughs) For the next hour, no commercials. Welcome into the Spitballers (laughs) episode 181. Would you rather? That's a great question. And we are drafting the worst things to find in a pinata. So I want you to prepare yourself for the draft because... Uh, you just need to you need to step into that birthday uh, party mindset. You're everyone's taking a swing. Probably some kids around, and um, finally uh, the big kid gets up with the bat and he takes a swing, and it finally breaks open, and and, and then this pops out. So I think it's going to be a funny one. Uh, you can find the show on uh, Twitter at SpitballersPod, SpitballersPod.com. If you want to help support the show, you can go over there, find out how you can do that as an official Spitwad supporter of the show. Appreciate all of your reviews. We read them. Well, I can't read, but but Al reads them oh, no. to me. He reads them to me. Like bedtime stories. Because a lot of people don't know this. Al talks us in usually around 945, mm-hmm. um, but that's like our nightly routine. Uh, read a verse, read a review, hugs, kisses, prayers. Um, and Al usually does the, he does a great job reading those reviews. So to keep them coming. Thank you. And we do have a triple bunk bed to be clear. Like this is what it's one of yes. the few houses that has them, but we have a triple bunk and, and I'm on top. So death could come <laughs> to the other two guys. That Mike's in the middle. 
Wait, why do wait? Why, why, wait, why would I want to be on the bottom? <laughs> that is. Oh, you just put yourself I in guess, the in the death trap zone. Yeah, but he's like the he's the in the middle so of this, the sandwich. Well, that make that makes him the sandwich. Do you want to I mean, die that, slow? Sandwiches are named after the middle. We That's always right. We always talk about that, like when we're talking about this thing at the end and that thing at the end. We call it a sandwich. That's not a sandwich. A sandwich is what's in the middle. This yeah, is it's a, a wheat. ham sandwich. You it's don't a wheat call it a, sandwich. Yeah, the white bread sandwich. I'm going to stick with the bottom because I think I die instantly and Mike dies slowly in the <laughs> middle. In the middle. So. You're squashed. He suffocates. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I'm just fine. <laughs> um, I actually did. I, I, I was. That happened to me as a kid. I pushed up on the bottom of the bunk bed with my brother on top. And the entire the entire bottom just fell straight down. What? And he rolled off. Did it come like the 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 legs on the side actually came up and disconnected? Is that what happened? It was like the bottom that was holding it was almost like a it seemed like a piece of uh, cardboard, thin, thin wood. <laughs> yeah, and it was like you could lift a side and it wasn't wide enough to f- stay in there. Oh, it just, okay. It just turned sideways and he came rolling out and I was stuck on a tumble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was scary. All right. Actually, we were mostly afraid our parents were going to get mad at us for goofing around with the, with the bed. <laughs> Let's do some Would You Rather. Would You Rather. Andrea from Twitter writes in to the show and says, Would you rather live till 75 and be able to eat anything you want? That means fast food, diet all the time if you want to. Jason's eyes just open wide. And or or Jeez, or stop the question. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Just stop. stop. I never thought I'd hit seventy five with <laughs> Or this. have a kajillion dollars and I'll take the other one. All right, what's the other option here, Andy? Live to be eighty five, but you need to eat healthy, like salads every day. So you get ten extra years of life. You which get could the mean- worst ten extra years of life. Well, I, I, mean, I mean, look, I hope that you know, all the seventy five year olds listening, you uh, look, I'm not talking about you. You've got a great life. But I feel like most people would say that the 75 to 85 isn't their prime of their life. This isn't the most enjoyable time. Does that mean that you are saying that you would be do the 75? Heck yeah, do I would. I mean, it's really a philosophical question of like, and and this is too broad for this question. Isn't really this uh, broad, but it's like, would you rather live an awesome 75 years or a bad 85 years? I would and that's I would, all related to fast food. There's good salads. There are good salads. They are there are very good salads, and those salads would not count, I think, to the spirit of what is being talked about here. Because there's a 1,200 calorie salad with some grilled chicken and some ranch, and heck yeah. Uh, but I, you know, the the reality is, I need to change my relationship with food. <laughs> oh no, Mike, I'm, what do you what do you say here? Well, first off, now I'm just delighted thinking of 75-year-olds listening to this podcast. Like, imagine our actual prime demo is people 75 and up. That's right. I mean, that would be, uh, you know, just, so that that idea is tickling me here. But 75, I think that that gap is not wide enough to make this a real debate for me. I'll take, I'll go out at 75, that's fine. Or if but it's if 100. It's, or no, no, I think you have to move the move the number earlier. So it's like it's sixty five. No, let's do or eighty five. Well, or seventy five and a hundred. That's twenty five years just to eat fast food. Yeah, Here, but that's here's I'm, a spoiler alert, guys. But when you're ninety eight, what do you? You're, you're you're the wind tips you over. You bump into 
the wall and the your wind. entire body is bruised. Here's the uh, that that begs a whole nother world of questions of just like that's almost like forget the fast food. Do you want to live to ninety or a hundred? Because <laughs> because you're almost saying you'd rather be dead. Right? But, yeah. But uh, <laughs> that is would, what I'm saying. Would you rather die at seventy five <laughs> or a hundred and fifty? Oh man. He, so here's the spoiler alert. Andrea from Twitter is me. Because I that, I actually asked this question, and I was playing with the gap. I was driving. Uh, we were going up north to the cabin, and I was in the car with my dad and my son, and we brought this question up. And I was trying to figure out what the year gap was to make you choose health. We were in the middle of eating Wendy's, by the way, when this question came up. Very nice. Um, delicious. Yeah, I, and it was. It was delicious. I felt awful later. And so I thought maybe 10 years was enough. You know, because you... Think about it, Jason. Let me just try to tug on the heartstrings. All You've right. got children. I will listen honestly. You've yes. got children. They're going to have children. Then you get to spend t- 10 more years. Imagine at 75, one of your grandkids is five years old. So the difference of living to 85 is that grandkid is 15 years old. You spend a life with the grandkid. You don't just get five years. Yeah, but you know this is not a hypothetical. This is... This is just the world we're living in. I have children, <laughs> and I will live longer right now? if I eat healthier. Like, yeah, that's like it's sad, but it's true. This is reality. It's not a hypothetical. It's like I'm gonna die younger, and and I eat poor. Yes, I should. I change, sure, but this isn't like. Well, which one would you take? It's which one are you taking? And I have already been taking the eating. I've great. made my choice. I mean, this I hope I change. Real life. This is just would real you life. Real life. Um, what are yeah. you doing? I certainly oh, hope no. that, you know, by like 50, I start making the changes. I, there's a lot of people, you know, you, you go through one heart attack and then you get your act oh, together. So that's that's kind of the route. I just oh, want to I just want to get past that first. Survival is really important. <laughs> I'm really worried about the first. After that, I think I'll go full health. Maybe, probably not. Maybe a little while. You're, you're we'll baking see. on the wake-up call oh heart attack? I'm baking on the wake-up call heart attack. I just got to really survive that one. Um, oh and then those grandchildren. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the worst thing is, is my my grandfather had a wake-up call heart attack, and he quit smoking and quit all the bad food right when it happened. It happens. After I mean, the I've, triple bypass. I have seen these oh, great man. pillars of examples um, in, in my life. Uh, you know, cut it up till you're 55, and then, and then get healthy and live to... What about the people that don't make it past <laughs> the first, though? Oh, man. Okay, so... That's, that's the gamble. Yeah, that's... Uh, that one's that's bad. That one's you know. Um, Jason, so, it's, Jason's it's final the, words. I really thought I'd make it past yeah. the one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the scary part. That's what really should be the wake up call now. Someone help me. Mike and I should convince you to do something to fabricate a heart attack for you. Make Ooh. you think that you're having one. Mm, smart. Probably need to bribe a doctor to come in and tell you, tell you this is serious. I, I don't think that's gonna work because then Jason will go, "Oh, this is nothing. Exactly. This is a heart attack. Oh no." Mike knows me. I need the. I need the scare. I need. I've heard it. I, I've heard it feels like an elephant stepping on your chest. I don't. Uh, that's like what I've heard. A heart attack feels like. I need that experience. If it I don't doesn't want live that up to that, it's not gonna stop. Yeah, if it was like a real hurt, like, ow, that really hurts, and then I was fine, I'd be like, dude, I can, I can do 30 of these. Oh, my God. I'm also guessing an elephant stepping on your chest is that you, you don't make it through the one. 
That's true. There's never a wake up call. <laughs> elephant like, step. Like to compare a, a heart attack to an elephant stepping on you. That's that's disrespectful to the elephant. Mm. It's a little baby baby, baby elephant okay. will crush you. A baby <laughs> elephant will absolutely crush you. Oh my gosh! I did not expect this question to go that direction. So what were the, the answers all. then? Because I I would imagine the closer you are to seventy five, oh the more like the more you so choose like, the salad. Yeah. So like your dad and your answers may have been different, and then the the youngest is like, I'm, I'm I can't die. I'm the youngest right, one. Right. Right. <laughs> I started the question at one year. As just oh, right. just li- lived lived eighty or eighty one. Just but the, it was just. You can eat fast food all the time, or you can live, you know, not eat it all the time. But now, can I eat it without the diarrhea? Mm. Unfortunately, no, that is impossible. not possible. Okay, this, right. yeah, this isn't magic, Mike. This is the just... diarrhea is supposed to be the wake up call. <laughs> That's that was the original plan. That's how they I built it. I had a wake up call last night at three a.m. Oh man, man, food can blind us, can it not? Because it tastes so good. It tastes yeah. so good. Someone needs to do something about delicious food and get rid of delicious food. It really, really has to do in part with how easy you can get it. There's just not, if you're driving someplace and you want some food, your only choice in America is to eat a bad something, right? I mean, that's really- Yes, mostly, yes. I know of one, uh, like salad and go is Mm -hmm. one place I know that, not not like there's- It's eating neutral. That's like eating neutral. You can get like a thing at- plenty of places that maybe isn't that bad but that's like the you don't go to jack in the box for the garden salad uh you know and so it's like the, every place has something you can get but for the most part the, there's only one healthy drive through i i even know of mike what are you going with the uh yeah, 75? 75 yeah all right i mean like move it to, you're going with move that? it to 55 and i would choose the other way okay so that's a good question to figure out is where the threshold is uh, Andy Scott from Patreon says, would you rather rid the world of Christmas cards or mm. thank you cards? Mm. So I can say something interesting about this because Christmas just went by. Why not I, both? I, right. I almost uh, like early in our marriage with the kids, I did the Christmas card thing. You know, you get the picture. Mm-hmm. I have a list of people. Mm-hmm. Go to the website, get them all printed, sent. Did it for a while. Just stop. Yeah, just good for you. Good for random. you. Tried that out. Just tried it out. Did you know? Life got busy. Forgot it one year, and that was enough. So we haven't done it. And, for, and what happened? What happened to your life? Actually, something did happen. Oh, oh yes. No. And that's why I bring it up. Is because I set a precedent, and this is a piece of advice for everybody out there. There were people on this list that received my card five, six, seven years in a row. Everybody since then has mm. now thought they that I don't yeah. like them and they're off the list, including, I think, Al Borland. We did just <laughs> well, that have one. this conversation like <laughs> yeah. a week ago. You did. You you actually took him off the list. I remember you telling me about that one. But right. uh, the others. But I have uh, a lot of people that have been like, oh, you know, they're making jokes. They're like, hey, I'm like, hey, I got your card. Thank you. And they go, oh, yeah, I didn't get yours. Mm. So now I don't know what is it because I had sent them? Wait. Mm-hmm. You're, or because... You're supp- you're supposed to say thank you when someone sends you the Christmas card? No, you don't have to, but you if it, you, you can be it. a nice person, Mike. You know this is possible for other people. Yeah, other people can do that. Um, here's, you can be here's like, thanks thing. for the card. I'm ha- I hope you're doing well. Like, friends, actually, friendly stuff. I actually think one of these two things should go away, and one of these two things is valuable. 
Um, I I hate I hate I hate doing family <laughs> pictures, doing family photos. There's just nothing. There's very little worse than gathering up a whole day. You've got outfits that have been planned for weeks. You've got family members that you, maybe you haven't been around. Just, oh, what a nightmare to get these pictures. I hate that. And that's why I don't like Christmas cards, because usually you got to have a big old photo shoot right. garbage. But Christmas cards are great. Like, like I hate getting them. I hate, ma- I hate making them and, like, getting them done. But they are actually really cool. I like seeing, like, when I receive a Christmas card of a family that I haven't seen in a while, oh, they moved to Wisconsin, and I get a picture, I get to see them. I like, I, I like I that. Agree. I agree. I think there, that it is kind of cool. Um, I don't want to do it, but I want to receive it. Yeah. Thank you cards serve a horrible purpose. They are... Obligatory. Obligatory nonsense that nobody... When I get a thank you card, like I just got it, I just, I'm not going to say who or for what, but I just received one. This person wrote a thank you card for something right. they received. They wrote it out by hand and said, thank you so much, blah, 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 made us. Uh, That's um, pretty nice. That's a lot of effort. Oh, a lot of yeah, effort. Yes. Dumbest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I'm reading this really? thing like, okay, it was, it was in response <laughs> to a very small Starbucks gift card. Okay. okay. This person is not that thankful. This person is not like, oh, oh my gosh, where are my cards? I have to. This is just an obligation. This is a waste of that person's time. I didn't sure. even need a verbal thank you for this card. And you're you're doing this for, you just wrote 50 of them. You, you're you wasting ink. It's for a wedding. Was it a paper? wedding? It wasn't a wedding. No. Hmm. Wedding um, is the number one oh, obligatory. Yeah. I like to think that Jason went to a wedding and gave him a very small Starbucks. <laughs> That's gift why card. I wanted to know. <laughs> no, it was it was it was a it was a teacher gift. So the teacher's getting a you know a hundred gifts and she's writing all these teachers cards like back. to write things. And yeah. it's just like, oh, or so- was this? No, was this like? Was was this in spite of like to make you feel bad that you gave such a crappy gift? Like they wanted to emphasize. Thank you so much for the $5 Starbucks gift card. I I can't imagine what I would have done had you not given me the I can't even cover the cost of one coffee. <laughs> I would not have given you for a five. Me- it, was, it was not a it was like a $25 gift card which it gets you a, like two trips. <laughs> you, you know, so uh, it was it was fine. My point is more like I don't I I just think it's a waste of time and whenever I receive one I, it doesn't change any. I don't. I do not for one second think this person is grateful because they you wrote don't? me this card. No, but they are grateful. And that's, that's why I they know. wrote you. The, no, they wrote they you have the a card. habit. They have a habit of I write these things, and they but would that, because here's what I know. If I gave them anything, if I did an apple, I would have got that card. I would have got that card that said, "Thank you so much for the apple. I can't wait to take a juicy bite out of it." Thanks, <laughs> teacher. That's what that's what would happen. So <laughs> they're wasting their time. We're wasting the trees. What if we trees. set a new rule? Can I set a new rule? All right. Any time that you are that you you would ever have to write more than one singular thank you card event, we we wipe them out. Yeah. But if it's a it, <laughs> and so we reserve them for times when you'd have to go pursue a thank you card because you're so overwhelmed, you got to thank a person. Because it's well, one, that, one, one person. That's the whole point is that thank you cards are worthless. They're meaningless because they aren't ever used the way you described. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not like 
I can't believe the thoughtfulness of this. Per- I have to go write something. If that's what it was, if it was like, I really need to write this person and thank them, then that's heartfelt. That's moving. That's amazing. That's not what thank you cards are. Thank you cards are obligation, nonsense that is just saying, I'm supposed to do this. And you know every other parent got one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm surprised mm-hmm. it didn't say dear parent. Now, Kramudgy, Mike, I'm just, what, I'm what the is your thought? Of What's this? your thought I, on all of this? Uh, like, I want to banish both of them, but I can only do one of them. And so it's Christmas cards. Are, get out of here. Like, I understand back in 1989 when there was no internet, like, maybe like, I want to know how a family's doing, and this is the only time I ever hear from them. If you want to know what's going on with my family and my life, it's online. Like, there's my Facebook account, my wife's Facebook account, Instagram, Twitter, like, Everything is available. So I feel like at this point that if I'm sending you you a Christmas card, I'm saying, I am so important. Look you at me. Need to, you need to see my family and you need to know how beautiful we are and look at our perfect family in this perfect winter scenario. Hmm. So get that out of here. Hmm. A thank you card is actually doing something. It's saying, I, thank you for thinking of me instead of, I want you to think about me. You need Shoot. to know what's going on with my family. I have so many aunts or grandparents or what who they're not on so they're not on the grand. Yes, they they're are. Not, they're not checked. Yes. Well, I'm not on Facebook, so is you your know, wife th- on Facebook? Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't. I literally <laughs> I don't. I don't log on. I don't check. So my point is like for people like myself that really don't keep up with other families on social media, then it it serves a purpose. Yeah, but you you're because the information is there. You are saying, I just don't care. So you don't need the card. Make it hmm. all just go away. Hmm. Make right, it all Andy, go away. You you, you got to be the tiebreaker. I'm getting rid of stupid, pointless thank you cards. No, all Mike's I'm thinking about Christmas is how to cards. send Mike like one Christmas card a day for all of December. Yes. That's all I'm thinking of right now. Oh, yes. please do. Uh, please do. You're just, I mean, I could save you a step. You could just take money and throw it in the garbage. Uh, no, I will make you put my money in the garbage. Uh, no, oh, the, it's real easy. I, I will say some Christmas cards have come. Mike never opens one have, single. <laughs> one. Just if you get the if you get the Christmas card from the far away uh, half friend, and then it's the story of our life, and it's ri- have you gotten those? I can't yes. stand those. That's the see you now. Those are the that's what Mike's getting at. Is like it's like. All right, Isabel yeah. has been doing tumbling and just did a triple lutz, and then uh, Franklin is playing his flute in the highest order. And, those you are know, the look at me. That's what Mike. That's dude, the, I'm that's on Mike's board done. there. Get yeah. rid of the, and that's those. That's what social media is for. But we when I got a, <laughs> when I got a card from Al Borland and his family, it was a as a family picture, something that I I hadn't seen, and it just said Merry Christmas and. And we just put it on the fridge, and then it made me think about my friends. Yes, that's the that's how Christmas cards are supposed to be. Put it this way. Who doesn't like getting a postcard? Like, sure. if, if if I went somewhere cool and I send a post, you're just going through your So, junk. word limit. Word you limit, Mike. Send Come on. Postcards? No, people don't send postcards. But if you were going through all your junk mail, and you're like, oh, there's a postcard. Jason went to, you know, the this lighthouse and whatever. Like, that's neat. It's. I think there are valid points what, on both sides. I think Mike is right. There is a bit of an antiquated aspect to it because we don't need to lean. It's like writing a letter right now. You could say it's very nice and nostalgic to get a handwritten letter. But you don't have to do it, you know. But like the the postcard, I get like someone you can goes also call someone and say, "Hey, thanks for that gift," and that might be more personal than the the letter, right? The thank you card. But you keep 
those postcards because those are like a, a a token of that person of of the trip. And for some reason, you're invested in that trip. What do you do with all the Christmas cards? You keep every single one. Those things going right in the garbage. I display them all until Christmas is over, and then I recycle them, Mike. I would never throw them in the garbage. How dare you? Well, the the, the people who are telling you that they're recycling, they put them in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> right. That is, that is actually true. <laughs> all right. Hey, we got to move on. Would you rather go 30 days without caffeine of any kind, according... This is from Pan the Man on Twitter. 30 days without caffeine of any kind or restaurant food of any kind. I mean, this is... Uh, one I can do, one I can't do. <laughs> I can't one do the no caffeine. Do, one oh. I well, cannot do no caffeine. No, no, I'll break down. I got uh, my routines, brother. I, so uh, no, no restaurant food means you are preparing every single meal fine. you eat. Yeah, cereal's delicious. Wow, I, wow. one of these I can do, one of these I can't. Yeah, and I'm I the agree. exact opposite. Like having no restaurant food for a month is impossible. Don't, this day and age, when you know the the whole global pandemic thing that created delivery services i mean whoo-ha, that is the best way to cook and um <laughs> if you're telling me that not once not a breakfast not a lunch not a dinner not for the whole month can i swing by a place go to a place order from a place i mean i don't i don't remember that life and i don't want to remember that life interesting I, I've done the life of no caffeine where it was like I've I've gotten to points where my anxiety is just is so out of control. It's like from I, I got to get from the caffeine. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. just or like no, because I I deal with anxiety and it's like caffeine can make it worse. And yes. So like I've had periods of my life where you just you go without it. It's tough sledding for the first week, two weeks or so, but eventually you do you. You get used to life without it. So half of the entire time period here, you would be uncomfortable. Uh, versus yeah. all. Yes. yes. Versus, versus all with the restaurant. Yes. I, it's funny. You both Don't you both normally drink some caffeine in the afternoons too? You probably have more dependency than I do. We certainly have more dependency than you. You've got a couple cups of coffee in the morning, and then you, that's pretty much it. You don't do afternoon. You, just, you load I don't up in it. the morning. I will say it, this. My anxiety is the absolute worst after the third cup. <laughs> I don't talk to me. I'm impatient. I'm I, everything is so serious at that time. I joke. You see me on Twitter on our Slack channel. Yes, getting work done. But there's byproducts that is just I'm buzzing. Like I can't drink it anymore. Now here's what I'm curious about. You you drink a lot of coffee in the morning. You said you're a personal three routine. cups at three cups every morning. No more, yes. no less. And no more, you no less. And you use half calf because you drink it three cups. You don't want to go crazy. Earth. I wonder what would happen if you replaced your half calf coffee with decaf coffee. Sure. And you had your three cups and you had the routine and you felt like you were doing the same thing. How much is real and how much is, you know, the uh the placebo effect? Yeah, the placebo. Of drinking the coffee. Mhm. You drink that coffee, you're going to feel that buzz still? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I used to drink all... I used to not do half-calf, but then my eye would twitch constantly. It would just be like, you your body is like, no. Nope, that seems bad. That seems bad. Let's go half-calf. Um, yeah, it would be tough. It'd be tough to lose that routine, but I bet, you know, could you do tea in the morning? I guess that's caffeine too. Yeah, so. you can't yep. have tea, can't have chocolate, can't have... 
Yeah. That, that's all I know that has caffeine. Yeah, in. right. Uh, let's let's Can't move do on. caffeine pills. <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> Spit once. There's nothing you can't accomplish with a great team. This podcast would not would not work without Al Borland and and Brooks behind the scenes. Well. Maybe. I mean, well, sure. I mean, it would still be great, but they are a big part of what sure, we do. Okay. And when you're assembling, you know, your team, the right set of skills is very important. You need all the help you can get, and that is Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find a quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all, and they have instant match. As soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. Your company is only as good as the people you hire, and Indeed is the place to do it. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash ballers. Offer is valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash ballers to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash ballers. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's a great question. David from the website wants to know the difference. In fact, all of our great questions today are what are the difference questions. What's the difference between being robbed, mugged, and burgled? And I I feel like I I need to lean on you guys for this one because I I know it. I have my answer. Yes. Robbed, mugged, and burgled. So all all three of these involve a, a perpetrator taking something, some sort of physical object from you. But the way I look at this is if you are robbed, that means you were not harmed. That means mm-hmm, someone mm-hmm. someone said, stick them up, give me your wallet, and you're just like, okay, here, that take my wallet, take my watch. If you are mugged, oh, yeah. oh they punch you? They they have attacked you. They don't even they don't even give you the option to just give you the stuff. It's their oh, they're, they're attacking. jumping you and stealing. Yes, yes. And when the well, burglary is that your house only? A burgled means you have no idea that it happened. Oh really? See, I thought it meant you had to. And have the person pearls. had a had a definitely had a mask and a sack. Yeah, I, I think I think <laughs> burgled <laughs> is far more about the specifics. You have if the if oh if, really? Yeah, I mean if there's not a pearl necklace. Um, <laughs> You know, or a black and white outfit on the See, that's assailant. Right, yeah, saying they have the, they have the that's outfit a, on. That's not a. That's not a. If you were burglarized, burgled. you were burglarized. Someone steals stuff out of your out of your garage. Are you burglarized? Well, you've been robbed. Well, wait. Were they wearing no, black and white ro- stripes? You're not there. You left the garage <laughs> open. Yeah, and so someone robbed me blind. Oh my gosh! All my TV's gone. And then you go check the camera. And you see that they found your family jewels, and they were wearing black and white striped clothing. And you say. That's a robbery. I was murdered. So if they were just rocking some jorts, that's that's uh, that's a robbery. Jorts cannot burgle. See, burgling is. I thought like, robberies had to have a person. I thought that's what Mike said. I think th- I think they do. So well, obviously but, you can't be mugged when you're not there, right? Correct. You have to be a part of your own mugging. Yes. Yes. You have to be there to be mugged and be robbed. Now you can be there when you are burgled because you just don't know about. You could be sleeping. You could be asleep. You could be uh, pickpocketed. Oh, that's a burglary? 
That's to me is a burglary. Mm. Yes. My now, my definition of I didn't know it was gone until I start patting down and I go, <gasps> it's gone. Now, can we? Can well, we that's be because here? of the tiptoe. The the <laughs> you you have to tiptoe <laughs> if you're burglaring. But um, that sounds like ting 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 ting. Yeah. Exactly. You know, little little. Why is little tiptoeing tip-toe? so loud <laughs> when know, it's, it's when it's made to be quiet? Steel-toed boots. <laughs> um, so let, let me ask Why you: Why do is, I have this xylophone in my shoes? Is burgled a real verb for what's happening to you? Has to be. Can I'm you burgled? be burgled? Yeah, I've been burgled. Yeah. That's real. You, that's I don't know. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, when you've experienced because I got to call the cops and say something to them. I can't. I can't I've call them and burgled. be like, "I've been burgled, <laughs> officer." It's such a funny word. Okay. And then wait, he goes, wait, wait. "Wait, were you hit? No, you were mugged." Past tense. Burgled. Past participle. Burgled. Uh, so it is. That is okay. Literally, it's good. We're good to go. Yes. It's just been a weird burgled. word. You've been, okay. I've been burgled by a guy in black and white stripes who tiptoed off with my family jewels. Yeah, and he's, he's got a sack over his shoulder. Or, yeah, yeah, where else is he going to put it? <sighs> okay. All right. I accept that. Darth Chopsticks from Patreon. What's the difference between vintage, oh. retro, mm. and antique? Okay. So, um, a lot of this is about age, first of all. Is it? Um, well, yeah, like antiques are like... You know, when something is retro, what that means is it's coming back in style from something that was gone. When something is antique, it means you are an old person. <laughs> yes, yeah, so antique is like prob- it's the shopper. It could be valuable, but it's also just no one wants. It's not cool. Yeah, but you're vintage over- is cool or retro is cool. Vintage, I think is- vintage is cooler than retro. They're they're both definitely cool. I think Jason is right though. That like wait. Like let's retro say you're retro is your styling descriptor. Yeah, but something let's say you're sixty five. If you're sixty five and you're doing something retro, it is now antique. You're That's, saying it's based on the person? Yeah, I'm I'm just saying or, that there's a limit. Or you're an antique if you're sixty five. Yeah, you're antiquing. Like, if you were like, oh, I'm going to wear this thing from the 30s, that's still an antique. It's not just shops. No, 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 no. I'd, antique is something put on display. Yes. It's because it's old. Right, and it's does usually it have ugly. To, does it have to carry value? Does an antique... Yes. Have- it can, it can just be personal value, though. It doesn't have to be monetary But you value. don't use it. As something that's vintage, you can use. A vintage car. You can use it. You don't use an antique car. You put it on display. Oh, okay. You see what so I'm this saying? Is display yeah, yeah, versus use. Right. And so retro vintage- is something new in a old style. That's what I was going to say. That's what it is. The authenticity of the age. If yes. I have a vintage T-shirt, that means that this was made by the band thirty. It years really ago. was made. If back it's then. retro, it's the old band, but mm-hmm. it's been reprinted. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. You, we I, got it. You know what's crazy is like you know we, we I have middle schoolers right now and they are. In the, I don't know if you both have caught on to this. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> Andy's camera has gone. I'm not a cat. Black I'm still cat. here. Wait, is Andy I'm... being burgled? Uh, oh, no, me. he might be burgled right now. So so uh, we're, we're keeping this part of the, the, the video. For those, most of you are listening, but obviously we are uh, we're being recorded and on YouTube, and my camera's gone, but my audio is fine. You've never looked better. We're just going to go? Oh, we got to go. We got to go. Now, Uh, I will eventually... My battery... The quote that what came up on the screen is battery exhausted. (laughs) Oh, it's like your battery's really tired? It's worn out. (laughs) 
it's it's been in a healthy run, and it did a good job. But man, just it needs Gatorade. Real, real quick nap, and this battery is going to be back at it. Now, I uh, I did provide you a power adapter for that camera, which is completely plugged in. It's completely yeah. plugged in, and uh, for whatever uh, reason, I find that doubtful. Uh, switch your input and uh, just have a. Oh, or is this? Are you in a? Are you in a, a uh, an outlet that's on a switch? Uh, nope. <laughs> Are you sure? Is it one of the upside down outlets? We may have tried to record two shows today. And look, this is not important for everybody. Okay. Let, All right. We're let's moving proceed. on. Then. I'm going to, I'll figure this out. Don't worry about it. I'll come back at some point visually. You guys can just interact with my voice. I it's going to tell you, there is, it, it shouldn't be weird. Is it super but, weird? But having Jason there and I can see him talking and then you're just a completely black screen, but your voice is there. It's very strange. It's off-putting. It's a little <laughs> off-putting. I feel like it's just me and Mike you here. You should be off-putting. Where did that come from? <laughs> is that the Galifianak? Yeah, it was. All right. Oh, hey, man. I think we knocked that one out of the park. Do we got yeah. time for one more, Al, or do you want to draft? We got nothing but time. <laughs> I need to get my battery charged. Uh, what is the difference between a stadium, an arena, and a coliseum? Ricky from Patreon wants to know mm. because there are sports stadiums out there now, arenas right. and coliseums. Mm. I feel like coliseums, That's they easy. don't name new ones coliseums anymore. Nope, nope. Coliseums are ancient. Coliseums what? are. There's the call. Isn't like the USC stadium, the Coliseum? Yeah, how, when was that built? That is. That's got to be 100 years old. I mean, I don't it, know. It, I don't. I'll think, look it up. I don't think you can have a coliseum that is under the age of 50. Um, which means I do think stadiums can turn into coliseums. You know, maybe once this was a stadium, 150 years later, you look back and you say that was a uh -oh. coliseum. January okay. 5th, 1923 is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing, uh, I'm, I guess I'm looking at the Rose Bowl stadium. Are you, which one are you looking at? Al? LA Memorial Coliseum. That's mm -hmm. okay. 1923. So a so hundred years old. Nope. Nope. It's not there yet. Well, I said it's got to be longer than 50, and I was just guessing that that thing is about okay. 100 years old. Right. So it's 99 years old. Um, but, that, I mean, coliseums are are artifacts, right? You're not factoring in, like, there has to be combat sports inside of the, the coliseum? Well, there always are. No, that that I mean, that was implied because it was called the coliseum. If there's not been a combat sport inside. Stadium and arena are easy, right? Roof. Roof. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah, easy. Wait, yeah. wait, which one is the roof? An the, arena. the arena. You can't have an open. There's never been an open, <laughs> open roofed arena. Really? Yes. Yeah, and I wish this was just part of like a fu funny joke, but I just think that's legit. <laughs> that's the actual. You can't definition. have an open air arena. You can have an arena that has a, a roof that opens, but no. If if it is, if it is an open air building without a roof that's not an arena impossible except for by definition <laughs> not my definition right not our definition <laughs> and that's what people have come here for no i, I mean but, a, the, but the old school right the great arenas of old had roofs they couldn't did they yeah <laughs> you just said it you just said uh, the great arenas so oh. I know that you're talking about a building that has a roof on it. I think Basketball, I'm wrong on this one. I'm backing off of my confidence big time. I am 100% <laughs> confident. All basketball is are played in arenas. You you ever seen an open uh open air basketball arena? No. What if they're all the roof? same? What if all three of these are the exact same? 
then they wouldn't have three names. That would be ah, nothing. Right. They wouldn't call them different things. That would be ridiculous. That's a good point. So oh, basically, this, this bit would be stupid if they were all the same thing. Right, right. And <laughs> yeah. this is this is informative. No, I, I really do think that that's that's the difference between all of them. Stadiums graduate into coliseums when they are uh, over the age of 50 and combat <laughs> sports has been played inside. You put a roof on top and it's a marina. That's and we're it. not talking about amphitheaters here. We're not getting we're not getting into the world of amphitheaters that there's so much. That's a that half, world. But that's like a half. Like right? they didn't finish it. Yeah, That's they were right. working on a full the, arena. The bu- they ran over the budget, and we. <laughs> this is no longer an arena. Oh, a half. Yeah, they a were theater. probably they were probably yeah. working on a stadium, not an arena. Uh, um, okay, because I don't think they ever had plans for a roof in an amphitheater. But it really is usually a budget issue. Um, you can't they, you can't have like lions fight people at an amphitheater. No, because no. the lion people just run away. Distasteful. <laughs> you run out the open side. Cowards. Yeah, you can't oh. have combat sports in an amphitheater. Also, then the lions are roaming the streets. Well, hey, Andy's camera was <laughs> back for a back and he is gone again. Oh, man. Um, when he came back, too, if you're watching the, the YouTube, when he came back, it was delightful because you could see him, like, zooming it in, scrambling. Yeah. Um, you didn't let the battery rest. No, I mean, I didn't. Not long enough. Uh, let's draft. Are you losing your hair? Are you losing your hair? Why, yes, I am losing it, but I can see that. <laughs> you shut up, Mike. Listen, I don't need to be ashamed. Two out of three men are going to experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. And there are two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both of them. Keeps offers a simple, affordable, and stress-free way to keep your hair we're talking convenient virtual doctor consultations. You don't have to go anywhere. Medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You just stay right at home 24-7, care and support. They have a network of medical experts, advisors, prescribers, and care specialists to support you in making your hair goals a reality. It's low-cost treatments start at just $10 per month and keeps offers generic versions of the two FDA-approved medications to prevent hair loss. Prevention is key. Treatments could take four to six months to see results, so you want to act now. When it comes to your hair, save more and spend less. If you're ready to take action, prevent your hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ballers to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash ballers to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash ballers. The Spitballers Draft. We may have to get to the bottom of this whole uh, power adapter thing here, Al because <laughs> <laughs> there stands to reason that it's not set up correctly. <laughs> I'm excited about this draft because okay. we are we are doing the worst things to find in a pinata. Told you that at the beginning of the show. Uh, you're at a you're at a birthday party in an event. You know the pinata thing. I don't just. Real quick survey before we begin the draft. Are you pro pinata at a party or anti pinata at a party? Oh, I'm super pro pinata. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't mind. I mean, what would be pinata? much better? Th- like, hey, do you like candy? Yeah. Do you like just beating the tar out of something? Who doesn't? <laughs> you want to beat the tar out of something and have it poop out candy? Heck yeah, I am in. That's a birthday. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Jason, you get the first pick. You're a very Whew. fortunate fellow because. 
we are drafting the worst things you'd want to find in there. So you, there's a lot of anticipation with the pinata. Oh yeah, you got to work. You're, you're, you're. You don't know what's in it. I you mean, don't know. You might know it's candy, to, but who's going to be the lucky star that opens that pinata up? You get one or two swings. Now, are you like the the way I think about a pinata? If you open it up, now I maybe you're the hero of the party, but is that really? <laughs> Now there is an upside down Andy picture. Andy drawing. You, okay. Um, <laughs> That's generous to call that Andy. So let me. Uh, so you're the one. You're the kid who opens it up, but you're wearing the blindfold, right? Mm, yeah. And yeah. generally speaking, as soon as the pinata starts dumping the candy out, the rest of the kids all dive in. Mm -hmm, so that's true. while you're the hero for opening the pinata, are you in fact in the worst position? Because everyone else is getting first dibs on the candy. No, you're not because uh, <laughs> weaklings can't open a pinata. And what ends up happening is they try first. They can't you can toss get them it. aside. You are the, you are the okay. alpha. You open it up. And so you take that blindfold off and you just stare at them. And they say, can I get okay. you some candy? Right. So worst things to find in. Jason, you're first. All right. Well, the worst thing that I could imagine, I smack this thing open. I'm so excited to see what's in there. And unfortunately, all the candy has been eaten by cockroaches oh. i'm going to smash this thing open and a bunch of bugs and cockroaches mm. not only do they fall to the ground freaking everyone out but now they're not just sitting there they're running at everybody this party has point. become a massacre one to avoid um and also now your house has a ton of cockroaches because they, they breed i think that that's a great pick and i think the big thing here is you've got the explosion factor you know, you when you find mm. something, it's like, there's an impact and there's an explosion and then there are items inside and you want to be, at least the way I'm drafting, is I, I want you to be horrified by what you find inside of that. And cockroaches were on my short list. I got to be honest. You made a great Interesting. pick. Interesting. Uh, we're, seem... we're looking at this a different way. <laughs> okay. Well, I <laughs> look, my number one pick here, because it's my turn, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry to go this direction. But it's razor blades. <laughs> oh. It's filled with razor blades. That's got to be one of the worst things that you can find inside of a pinata. Well, what if you need a what if you're in need of a shave? What well, the look, these How are convenient. <laughs> these aren't razors. These aren't like a bunch of uh, Gillette razors coming out. These are the blades, just the blades. Yeah, but men, there was a time when a man could shave his face with a razor blade. Are you looking at this through a nice lens? You want this to happen? No, I'm just okay. trying to spin your pick to be bad. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. So Jason went cockroaches, Andy went razor blades. I'm trying to think of this, like I guess, from the eyes of a child. And the first thing that came to my mind, what would be the worst thing to find from a pinata if you're at a party is nothing. Mm. You bust that pinata oh, open. it's just an empty pinata. Nothing comes out. That was that was it was between was cockroaches and nothing really for the first okay, pick good. because that's because you're right like if, as a kid and as a parent you realize like you just let down all of the kids you yeah. forgot to fill the pinata everyone is just heartbroken all you have that crying work for children nothing. You have crying children everywhere and I guess this is it's almost the exact same pick but it's it's different enough and I think. The idea of this happening is very funny. You bust open the pinata, and just a bunch of IOUs fall out. <laughs> For candy? Yes. Yeah. 
I and it's just like I owe you the Skittles, two, two pieces of. Ki- I owe you a Hershey kiss. I owe you a Snickers bar because you know you're never but, cashing that thing in. So it's an IOU. Stu- you had to stuff this thing and handwrite a bunch of IOUs for candy. You ran out of candy. See now you, you had some money. You had some paper. I'm just these are as good as candy. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly. You might want to hold on to that one. Yeah. That's oh my a king size bar. Um, I'm going to go with Hornets because, <laughs> because <laughs> we're, we were thinking about this very differently. <laughs> We were, and uh, you you made me think about something else with your well, Hornets direction. is way worse than than the cockroaches or razor blades. <laughs> the Hornets is so good because there's probably what when you go to a, a party and you you watch these kids. How many hits before this thing breaks? Oh, yes, they, and those they are, are the warm ups. They are angry, and you know mm. what's terrifying? Singular hornet. <laughs> yeah, just just one. Put put go to a birthday party and put one hornet. On it's, the loose. It's and basically every- shaking a hive 10, 15 times and breaking it open. And they, yeah, you know, terrible. it's like, that's not a kamikaze bee's going to die when it stings you. No. These are hornets. That's yes. not fair. That's not fair that they get to sting you as much as they want. No, it's really oh, not. And they, they take pleasure, great pleasure in stinging human beings. <laughs> it's <laughs> their favorite. Do you think you've, you've talked to some of these? Yeah, I speak hornet. All right, guys. I'm All turning right. the camera back on. Oh, let's see let's if I can make it to goes. the end of this draft. It's happening. How did that happen? You are sideways over Fabio. Wow. Okay. Uh, it's like you just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, congratulations on oh, getting gosh. back on video. Oh. Andy. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. So um, am I? Am I up? <laughs> yeah, you're up. Back and to I back. have back-to-back picks. Okay. Um, I think, uh, again, I'm, I am also coming at this from the standpoint of a kid. You, you, you're, you're working hard to get your candy at, at the birthday party. And lo and behold, <coughs> you bust that thing open, and a bunch of fruit comes out. We're talking can, cut, cut up oh. cantaloupe and watermelon. Oh. All into the... Uh, melons all pre-cut into all the just yard? right ah. onto the ground right you're into grabbing the it with your hands dirt. you're grabbing this watermelon off the ground uh <laughs> cantaloupe just like a fruit off. salad a fruit salad just <laughs> barfed onto the ground nobody wants the fruit nobody wants fruit off the ground oh my god but the parent had a brilliant idea oh <laughs> uh, you know it's right a, a healthy this is a healthy it's a healthy pinata and also i don't know if you've ever you know smashed fruit with a baseball bat but um it's gonna be extra ripe oh my hmm. gosh all right that would be uh, a surprise uh you've got cockroaches and fruit mm-hmm. and now look i'm just gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with the candy uh, it's entirely full of good and plenty the entire Ooh. the it's there's one candy in there and it's nonstop good and plenty. So you see the little boxes fall out and you're That's so funny. excited to grab it, and it's just the most inedible, awful candy. All I good feel like and plenty are black nothing. licorice, right? Yes, That's all black they licorice. are. There's no, there's no like, like the good isn't a good one and the plenty's the bad one or something. No, no, but it's plenty. It's just purple and white black licorice yep mm-hmm. that's right so nobody can eat any of the candy well i guys i'm staying in my lane here we've okay. we saw different stories an alligator no <laughs> worst things to find in a pinata it's blood it's filled. Yep. it's just filled with blood yep okay uh 
I, there'd be a lot of horror. I think I'm traumatizing these children, but there's some adults there that'll be traumatized too. Certainly. Uh, everyone at the party. Uh, so yeah, blood is my, my final answer. I think if you found the one person that was not traumatized by that, you have now <laughs> exposed that person. You found who put the blood in for there? For being a serial killer. Yes. <laughs> you figured out who did it. All right, Mike. Uh, you have... Uh, they. You open up the pinata. You've got nothing at all inside. And then you've got some candy IOUs. So you're breaking kids' hearts in a way that isn't blood and hornets. It's a little tough here because I have a couple of picks that are like similar. They're not the same thing, but they're like the same idea and heart behind it as Jason's last two picks. So that's a little disappointing. Mm. Uh, But I'll go with whatever. I'm going to go with one of them because uh, if you cracked open the pinata and it just poured out candy corn and you're gonna have that way yeah because candy corn (sighs) is by far the worst candy i'll eat good and plenties before i start eating really yes now why do you hate good and plenty before candy because of the taste because it's it's not the texture i mean you like it's all all of it you like black licorice no i don't that's what i I don't like good and plenty I but I'll eat it over eating. Wow. Uh, I, I I totally understand you saying that because of the draft. I don't believe for one second that if you were forced to eat a little tiny bowl of good and plenty or a little tiny bowl of uh, of uh, candy, candy corn, corn uh, there's no way you're going black licorice. I think that's I think that's the way I would go. Uh, I haven't had either in probably a couple decades since the first time I had them i was like this is this is not something i need to change my mind on um okay and then trying to figure out something the last uh, worst thing to find in a pinata i i don't know why this came to mind but i was like well what is something that like it would be silly if it fell out and it's also just completely useless to you and to everybody and it's undersized underpants (laughs) it's just it's just underwear and you're like what why is this pinata full of underwear and then you're trying to think well there's a silver lining here i get some brand new underwear but no it's all way too small you can't even put it on so why did that come to mind i don't know but here we are children's underwear on mine you had children's underwear on yours uh on mike's not on mine (laughs) i didn't think about children's underwear why would i put children's underwear in a pinata that is undersized uh, underwear well undersized is is gonna be children right that's in contention for this well for you undersized is like triple xl oh (laughs) no no oh look my final pick here razor blades hornets blood there's something to find that's really bad in a pinata vomit Uh, this was one of the ones that i thought was pretty terrible um and it's jambalaya it's filled mm, with jambalaya. jambalaya it's filled with jambalaya nice i don't hot. know what jambalaya you don't know what jambalaya is like I, the, oh, gone again. that's one of those things like i thought i knew what it was but now that i'm okay it's wait what's, uh, the, difference back. Between, what's the difference between jambalaya and gumbo because i okay, see those so, as like the same thing yeah and i know what gumbo is what is the di- this? What is the difference? Jambalaya. It's ironic you said the vomit thing because it would present very much like vomit. jambalaya would. Yeah, jambalaya would present. It's like oh, uh, the main c- difference: between shrimp these and two chicken dishes. and vegetables, and and it's like you know, it's the not main a good difference time. Is use of rice. Which one has rice? Uh, jambalaya. Gumbo, gumbo is really a super stew that's often served over a little rice. Where jambalaya is made with the rice cooked into the dish. Well, so shoot, they both can I change the gumbo? Can I change the gumbo? 
Sure. Oh. All right. All right. Jason, I don't want to well, steal I don't know. gumbo Jason, from was, you. Was gumbo on your list? I was just about to take it, but I guess I will. I'll give All it right. to Andy. All right. All right. Final pick. I was trying to think what is. What's something that would be a real problem? A real problem. You're That's where thing. my brain was on this thing, by the way. A real problem. Real, real problem. And uh, I went I, with a minor inconvenience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Slightly well, my, smaller <laughs> underwear. My, mine is a big problem. Mine's uh forgot that that was in their situation. This uh -oh. was never to be used as a pinata. That thing's full of grandma's ashes. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, she's gone. No. She's everywhere at the party. No. Oh, I don't Chris. know why she wanted to die and go in a pinata. No. That's her final wishes. And we used it, and the birthday party's ruined. We're all breathing it that, in. It's a big, big problem. That pinata Grandma? looks a lot like an urn. <laughs> yeah, it's a, exactly right. Oh, why did no. you get an urn-shaped pinata? Oh my huh. gosh, that is such a fab. That's a fabulous steal of a pick here mm. in this very sophisticated draft. Grandma's a that's a lot of ashes too. Grandma was she's a she's a big a lady. big lady. <laughs> you can fill a pinata. No. Okay, that's that's a good question. Yeah, what's how much like, is there really? A, you take take like a, you know an average size adult. Yeah, and then I'm like googling a, it, and then a real just a a plus sized adult. Is there really that much of a difference in the ashes? I feel like either there has to be a large difference in the ashes. It's just proportionate to the amount of matter that you are uh, cooking up. Or you're just getting <laughs> some scooping of ashes from this place. That like it, They're it, legit. The like, average, they didn't give you the whole thing? Well, it doesn't like leftover depend if ashes you're, in there? If you're cremated in like a parka or something? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what did, what the, did you learn, Andy? Uh, well, the average adult will weigh about four to eight pounds worth of ashes. That's all I learned. Okay. Four how many hours. Here, here. How many cups of ashes does a person make? Um, that's no, a real. Al, Al will put the answer in. It says that the large portion of the ashes is from the bones, and the body fat is essentially consumed in the cremation process. Yeah. Uh, so most people will be about the same, except for those yeah. big boned people. It says if a person is 150 pounds, expect to re receive about 150 cubic inches of ashes, which is like 10.5 cups of ashes. That's not a lot. That's not a pinata's low. You gotta fill. You need some filler. Yeah, you, you gotta have to go, mix it in with go something grandma else. And grandpa, you gotta yeah. get them both. Oh no, <laughs> you gotta go both. Mm -hmm. See, when you said, well, they wanted to be together. Yeah, when you, oh no, on the ground at a kids' party. Um. When you said it was something you forgot oh. was there that you didn't want exposed, I, I'll be honest, I thought you were going with drugs. I thought, <laughs> you were, I thought that thing was going to break open and your stash is in there. Oh, no. And the kids, kids find it. The kids are all running to grab these. What are Dave, these little bags? It's flour. Is that sugar? Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Jason's uh, final picks, cockroaches, fruit, good and plenty, and grandma's ashes. Uh, mine was razor blades, hornets, blood, and gumbo. Mike has nothing, candy IOUs, candy corn, and undersized underwear in the <laughs> strangest pick that this show has ever had. Do we have do, any big omissions, Al? Things that you really you wanted inside of the uh, pinata? No, I think I think you got it. We covered right. the full the gamut. And the, uh, I was I was gonna go with salsa, but it was just yeah. like it was the exact same reason of going with the fruit of like it seems like oh well that. I mean, it could be worse. You're like, well, we could put our chips in the salsa, but then it just goes all over the ground. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I that's, mean that's why that's what motor oil was in that in contention. <laughs> motor oil, yeah, just, it just filled with motor oil. Everybody is that final swing just maybe like rotten it. eggs. Ooh, yeah, oh, that'd be pretty something bad. with an odor. Oh, it doesn't just, even have to be just rotten eggs. eggs. Just yeah. eggs. Just you're just mashing them up. Pesticides. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, I can use those for something. But I guess that part of the ground will be. In yeah, good shape. I need it for your hornets. <sighs> All right, I think we completed this round. What did we learn today? Why well, I, I learned that I need uh, longer-lasting battery on my camera here. Mm. Uh, yes. I learned that the hypothetical questions of would you rather live longer and eat healthier is just real life. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, did you learn anything? Uh, I was going to say, I learned that the, the real wake of call for Jason, it could be too late. <laughs> yeah. It's all a matter of if I survive that first one. I, I'll, as soon as I started talking about that, I, I'm now all of a sudden I'm like, paranoid it's coming any minute i know it oh the first one yeah i gotta get prepared how do you prepare for how that? do you how prepare do you, for you put a backpack a bag? on no the backpack has a defibrillator in it. <laughs> i mean it's common knowledge all right thank you for listening tuning in supporting the show we appreciate you back for another spitballers next week goodbye thanks for listening to the spitballers podcast to see what other nonsense the guys are up to Check out spitballerspod.com.